0: Live from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction and now stepping up to the microphone, the living radio legend, the Eggman, Ron James.
1: closer uh, Facebook followers may have picked up on uh, may have picked up on the uh, on the deal I don't know but it uh, could be could be could be could be could be that uh, you figured it out by some of my uh, somewhat uh, benign and uh, esoteric uh, post that I uh, dropped on Facebook over the last week been gone man went to a trip to Florida. I keep, you know, it's funny. I lived in Florida all my, all my life and I only moved to uh, North Carolina like um, what, 5 years ago, 5 years ago or so. And it's uh, interesting how in your mind I still say oh, I'm going on vacation. I'm going to North Carolina because we lived in North we lived in Florida, so we we vacationed in North Carolina. Well, partially because of family, partially par- partially because of uh be in a cool place. Weather's great here. You get the nice change of seasons. It's not too damn cold. Uh, depending on what part of North Carolina you're in now is a whole different uh, uh, meteorological situation because it is in the northern part of North Carolina. A lot of people don't realize that uh, in this part of North Carolina, you have tons, you have tons of, what are you going to say? Uh, snow weather, which is we're closer to the Virginia line up here in Winston-Salem, whereas down in the bottom part of the state in Charlotte, you don't have so much of that. You get it. But, you know, there is a difference in the climate. I've lived in both places and uh, it is a definitely a difference. So you have to kind of and then as you get toward the coast, does it really matter too much? as far as the snow as you get toward the uh, north carolina beach coast only problem is from here that uh we have is that it's so damn far from the beach here we're like 400 and something miles from the beach which is ridiculous when you consider that you know i grew up never more than a couple of miles from the beach never in florida i mean even as a young kid very young, my dad worked at a gas station right on the beach and on Fort Lauderdale Beach in the '60s. So the beach and that kind of living is kind of what you miss if you live here. And the interesting thing too, um, did I say the date? August 21st. It's Monday. Okay. The interesting thing about this trip, one of the one of the small little interesting things is. Uh, a conversation I got into with uh, family members. Kind of on the wife's side of the family. Let's just say he is my wife's sister's father-in-law. So it is um, interesting. And her husband, too, who's in his late 30s. And uh, I'll call him uh, Bill. <laughs> is uh, And is uh, my age Maybe a little bit older than me And I'm 62 So, But the Interesting when you have the news on In somebody else's house And first it's really interesting What they watch And it really gives you insight Into the people That I talk about out here That I consider to be Kind of um, sheltered When it comes to their news They don't See the news, and then that, that that you see if you're watching Fox or any other really good alternative news sites. And the only thing that they know and they're getting for news is what's on their Facebook with their Facebook friends. You know these Facebook posts, which is completely one-sided. They don't realize that Google. You know, the, the web search that they use, they don't know, you know, it's like if you tell them that, you know, when you type something in on Google, it's completely biased and you're being, you know, manipulated to go to a certain website or a certain article by a certain person because Google slants to the left, you know, because Facebook, Twitter, all of your major, all of them do pretty much slant to the left. So I'm like explaining to them, look, you guys aren't really getting the news, and here's what happened. We're discussing the typical. They hate Trump, okay? They're Trump haters, okay? And um, it's just absolute sourpuss hate. When you say Trump, I see Bill's face get sour, and his son too. They both they get sour. They get sour and you can see it. Their, Their face actually sours. And I've said this many times out here. My brother is like that. And they're so indoctrinated by what they watch on the news. So as we're discussing, you know I'm saying, oh, God, Biden, you're screwing up so bad. I mean, it's so obvious. Look what you're doing. They don't even know this. They don't see this all as Biden screw it up. They don't see the immigration as being a complete disaster because they haven't been told about it. They don't know what's really going on because you watch CNN, you watch MSNBC, and I sat there and watched it in their living room because it's rude when you're at somebody else's house to demand what they're watching. So I don't want you watching this. Watch the good news. Watch something else just for a second. Oh, that Tucker Carlson, sour, sour, sour face. Oh, that Sean Hannity, I'd like to kill those guys. I hate those guys. You know, and it is just, the hatred is beyond belief. So, and and, and like I said, they're not, and, and watching MSNBC, you get this rosy colored view of what's going on out there. And it's shocking. And then all the lies thrown into it that they get. And when I get back, I'm going to talk about uh, being called a racist by family members. It was like the go to card that the uh, the left uses if you're ever in a discussion with them. That's why I don't take phone calls on this damn show because I don't want to hear your bullcrap.
0: Forbes Magazine selected Corona Cigar Company as the best of the web, and Cigar Aficionado Magazine described Corona Cigar Company as the largest
1: best stock cigar shops in America. Here's the founder of Corona Cigar Company, Jeff Borsowitz. We created Corona Cigar Company's retail stores and cigar bars so you and your friends could relax and enjoy the ultimate cigar experience. And we've created our website so you can shop online as well. It's easy to remember coronacigar.com. We feature thousands of name brand cigars and accessories at discount prices. Check out our exclusive line of cigars including AVO Lounge, CAOS Caparate, Cielo, Florida Cielo, Cost Cutter Bundles, Ranchero, and Corona Nicaraguan cigars, just to name a few. And your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. Be sure and join our email list for the latest cigar deals and event info. It's the best spam on the web. So save time and money and visit coronacigar.com. back, welcome back on this Monday. Welcome me back. Yeah. It's good to be back. It's good to be back on the air after uh, almost uh, over a week off. And it's interesting to watch the numbers. We're going for that million, million listener mark. Uh, so hopefully this year sometime. It's going to be close. We're going to get it though, I think. Looking for that million listener mark. I think we're getting close to uh, 750,000 uh, people have um, listened to the show and uh, do listen to this show. And that's pretty cool. But, uh, yes, yeah, so being called a racist at the uh, dining room table of a um, relative's house, you know, it, it, it it's, it's an interesting thing. You know, it didn't make me mad because I'm so used to it. The go-to race card that liberals throw at you as soon as you start talking anything about pro-Trump or— um, any any kind of um, conservative message now, you're a racist. You know that, that's the go-to card. And then get this: uh, this is the best part about this. The go-to thing when they called me a racist, I said, which I always say when somebody says that, or Trump is a racist, or you're a racist. I'm like, will you show me somewhere? And this is more on the on the category of Trump is a racist. This is more there. Trump is a racist. And uh, I said, um, because that's a go to card right off the bat. Oh, Trump. And if you if you press them at all and you be. Well, could you be specific about that? As show me something, an article, anything about Trump being a racist and I'll show you a left wing piece of rag newspaper with a person writing the story that has problems and issues, who has Trump derangement syndrome and the story is slanted and usually a flat-out lie. And this one was, well, Fred Trump, This is, I mean, this is how much of a reach. This is how much of a reach you got to make, okay, to call Trump a racist. And this is what my relatives did at the dinner table, sitting there having a conversation. Trump is a racist. I call him out. Oh, yeah. You know, his dad, Trump's dad, was in the KKK. Trump's dad was in the Ku Klux Klan. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. wait. And not even being aware of this, uh, even ever being out there. Okay, I, I didn't know, I have no prior knowledge. I said, you know what, let's look it up. Because I never heard of such a thing. And if it is, I guarantee you that the article is inaccurate. It's a left-wing rag with a left-wing slanted uh, Marxist reporter who doesn't like Trump. So they go fumbling through, and sure enough, he finds it in the USA Today, an article uh, going back a while, about Fred Trump, Donald Trump's father, being a racist. And it's pretty interesting because... The article starts off the typical way that one of those articles will start off with a left-wing liberal Marxist reporter, whether biased, okay, of saying, you know, uh, Donald Trump's father was seen at a uh, KKK rally. Right off the bat, you know, that's pretty damning, you would think. But see, as you read on, even in the this article, they have to give you some small amount of the truth in order to even have the article, first off. Otherwise, there's no premise to even write it. But you take, you go down about halfway through the story, even further down than that, and there's a paragraph that says, flat out, okay, in this article, there is no evidence that Fred Trump was ever actually associated with the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, you just happened to mention, to forget to mention that part of the article. And it goes on to say that Fred Trump is actually only seen as a bystander. And this isn't even, there's no proof of this. I don't see no picture, nothing like that of KKK marching down the street. And there's Fred Trump on the side of the road with his fist in the air. Uh, Go Whitey! No, there's nothing like that, okay? It's what they do. They take a little thing that they heard from somebody a rumor that fred trump and maybe he was how many people are at a corner somewhere and well and and back in those days and the kkk is walking down the street in some kind of protest and you just happen to be there all right and even if he didn't just happen to be there back in those days you'd be curious about that anybody would be to see what's going on oh the kkk is marching Ooh. Creepy, weird. I, I I would go see that. I don't support the KKK, but I'm a racist because I debated you on this because I held called you out on it, and it was the best feeling in the world to pull up that article and have never seen the article before, and there it is, just like it always is when I'm doing this show, and I'll give you. I'll give you a headline. You know, and it's an anti Trump headline, a big fat lie. And then we read on and then we discover together, paragraph by paragraph, in an educated way, that it's bullcrap, that you're reading lies, that you're reading false news, fake news. Oh no, you even say fake news and you get, sour puss, you're a racist. It's not fake news because we read it, because it's there for us, because we watch MSNBC. And the worst thing about those news channels is you're not getting the story, period. They're only giving you fluff. Oh, today, Joe Biden looks great. He's got his milk and cookies, and uh, he's on his way on vacation again. The whole goddamn world is falling apart. But Joe Biden's on vacation, and you can't find Kamala Harris. She doesn't want nothing to do with this. She's, she's been quoted as saying, Kamala Harris... You're not hanging this on me. And I don't blame her. For the first time, I feel sorry for Kamala. We'll be right back.
0: Hey, you!
1: Kamala Harris, don't hang this on me. Man, oh man. This lady's been chased out of Texas by Trump supporters. And uh, some of her debate answers have just been absolutely scary. But, and just in general, that freaky laugh, that fake, fake laugh, that uh, nervous laugh when she has no clue what the hell you're talking about, which is 90% of the time, 99% of the time. And you, you, you got to wonder. And, and, and then I heard that blurb of the Kamala was heard saying on, on one of the Fox shows. Uh, you're not going to hang this on me. And she hasn't made one single comment about the Afghanistan situation and what a cluster screw it is. Not one. This This is, you know, I mean, the fact that you voted for her, you guys, I mean, it's crazy. And type in Kamala, don't hang this on me. And guess what happens on Microsoft, Bing, or Google? You don't get anything. You know why? I didn't do it on Google yet. But you don't get anything because they cover stuff like that up. It won't be there. It has to be huge. Okay. And it's just now you're seeing that crack in the left wing Marxist media where they're finally, just now, just now, they're talking about some of this stuff, honestly. They're asking Biden. Those tough questions a little bit at a time. And it's getting worse and worse for him. Now, notice, too, Joe Biden has been kind of out there in front again. He seems to be up on this topic more than the uh, immigration topic, you know, the Afghanistan thing. I mean, this is all he's done for like 50 years. So if you think there was anything left to his memory, it would be that. <laughs> A little bit of the Afghanistan they're left behind. But he's been totally screwed on all that, too. I mean, it's like. His his whole everything he's ever stood and, and, and stood for has been garbage. And now he's, you know, arrogant and he's lost his mind. Arrogant and you've lost your mind, Joe Biden. And oh, my God, don't say that around liberal Marxist, And you know what? You've turned into a Marxist if you act like that. You are. You you don't want to. That also gives you a sour puss on your face if I call you a Marxist when you call me a racist. But that's what you're going to get because that's what you are. If you use racism as a tool to beat a conservative over the head, you're a Marxist, okay? And you're supporting Marxist Black Lives Matters And this bullcrap, woke, cancel culture society. I don't like it. I don't like what you're saying. So we're going to cancel you. You're part of that. That's all there is to it. Kamala, don't hang this on me. And sometimes I do see the other side, you know, where, like, I mean Fox is using liberal, I mean conservatives and Fox News conservative politicians. They're using the Afghanistan debacle and the migration debacle as a political hammer to beat Joe Biden over the head, but he deserves it. I mean uh, his popularity is going down the crapper, Joe Biden's. And the reason is is that more and more people very slowly are getting the real news very slowly, very slowly. And as this happens, more and more people get exposed to it. The mainstream media kind of doesn't have an excuse anymore to not report these stories because they become so big. Now, uh, Kamala Harris is not a lock for VP. Chris Dodd, a member of Joe Biden's Vice Presidential Search Committee, recently asked Kamala Harris about her ambush on Biden. And, uh, you know, it's a very uncomfortable situation, it must be, that she has to sit there and watch him. I don't know how much she's even aware of how much he's not aware, because she stands there in a daze with him. The, 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 the visual is terrible, her looking at him, and in the fake looking up at Joe like he's great grandpa, super brains. And she knows, I don't even know if she knows. I don't know if she's even capable of knowing that Joe Biden is a walking vegetable most of the time. Now, I don't know what they do to him to get him riled up for, for the, some of these TV appearances, because sometimes, and it's, and it's what happens with people that are suffering from dementia, they have lucid moments. I don't know if they get lucky and they know and that's why you don't see him for like three and four days and then they, they get them all stoked up. I don't know if they, they give him cocaine or whatever they do, but they do something to get them all stoked up, shoot him up with something and push him out there. And he's good for a little while, but he's still bad, even good. He's bad. He's terrible on his feet. But no, Donald Trump, it's all his fault, man. Oh, yeah. And it's blame Trump. You're a racist and then blame Trump. You're a racist, and then blame Trump. So I just Googled Kamala, don't hang this on me. And uh, I'm not seeing anything. Let me type in Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris says... See, I don't even know if that's the exact quote, so... Uh, don't put this around my neck. She had no remorse. No, same article, blah, 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 blah. Nope, nothing there, man. She's, see, that's right there. See, nothing on Google, man. I know I heard it. You'd think there'd at least be an article about how Fox is lying about it, and it's not a real story. But no, they don't even want to open that door up. I don't blame them. Radio addiction, Eggman. We'll be right back.
0: Oh, the Indian takeaway. Overordering is never a mistake. You've got to have prawn puri and a tarka dal and a garlic naan. But what if I go hungry? Hmm. better get a Rogan Josh in as well. The delivery arrives. It's 93 pounds 48, though. You stare in awe at the creaking stack of metal tins. Looks like curry for breakfast again. Magic! You crack open a bottle of ice-cold Cobra with with a smile. (laughs) Cobra, brewed with less fizz to go perfectly with curry. Love curry, love Cobra. (laughs) Cobra.
1: Filled up
0: with
1: doubt. I don't know who you think you are, but before the night is through, I want to do bad things with you. And I want to do some bad things to you, baby. The email is uh, radioaddiction at mail.com. That's radioaddiction at mail.com. And uh, you can uh, get us there, you can yell at me, do whatever you like. That's fine. All right, couch potatoes. A new study finds that uh, couch potatoes are seven times more likely to suffer a stroke than more physically active people. I mean, isn't it kind of a duh, right? I mean, it's not that, you know, not that crazy of news. Sitting in front of a computer or television all day is not actually the healthiest activity you can pick. While that may not be a secret, a new study reveals sedentary lifestyles like this make someone seven times more likely to suffer a stroke than the most physically active people. Researchers with the American Heart Association find that adults under the age of 60 who spend a large part of their day... Getting high, eating bunches of food. See, you got to look at the whole lifestyle of a couch potato who watches TV. But they're just, they're not even throwing in diet in here. It doesn't look like it. But I think you would have to. Where's diet in here? It's not. This is all about, this is strictly because you sit around a lot and you watch TV and you're on your computer all the time. Adults spend 10.5 hours a day using smartphones or computers or watching TV. Adults between 50 and 64 spend the most of the time of any age group doing this. So it's really not even about that. It's about that. You know, it's about just not, you know, so are you telling me that if you have a great diet, you're a strict vegan, and you eat this incredible diet, Hormone free everything. That you're gonna be perfectly okay. No. So, yeah, how? Yeah, you gotta take everything on these on this show especially, <laughs> because it's me, talking about it. All right. That email is radioaddiction at mail It is better to conquer yourself than to win a thousand battles. Then the victory is yours. Eggman, over and out.
0: That wraps up another Eggman Radio Addiction. See ya.